everybody to the captain spot. I'm your host, Justin Freeman. Six foot one inches, 273 pounds of fantasy knowledge. And it's Sunday Night Football Edition, guys. We are talking Eagles at 49ers. Game with a 46-point total, 49ers favorite at home by 7.5 points. There is This is going to be one of the more unique pricing situations we have ever run into here on this show. Of course, I'll start as usual by telling you to go check out CaptainSpot.com. That's CPTSpot.com. Check out all the goodies we got for you over there. I think you'll really like some of the promo codes we have to our affiliate sites. And I think you'll like a copy of that ebook, $34.99. You can't beat that. But enough of that, let's hop into the slate where we are talking Eagles Niners. We got a pretty unique pricing variation on this one. Like it sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, DraftKings fell asleep at the wheel as they were putting this pricing together, and they've left Debo Samuel at $200 in this matchup. Now, Debo Samuel has spent the first three weeks of the season on injured reserve. Obviously, you guys know that injured reserve functioning a little bit different this year in this COVID-infested year uh, where players can now only spend three weeks there or as little as three weeks, I should say, they're on the on the injured reserve list before returning back to the active roster. Debo Samuel, by all indications, will be active this week. As always, standard caveats apply. Make sure we are checking for game day actives and inactives. Both these teams have major, major injury concerns. Let's make sure we have a very good understanding of that. On the Eagles side of the football, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside is doubtful for this game, so we will not be seeing him more than likely in the passing game for the Eagles. Joining him as out are Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey. So uh, no surprise there really on Alshon. Deshaun Jackson um, suffered a little bit of a hamstring setback. He'll be out in this game. And John Hightower uh, was, was sick earlier this week. He has since removed himself from the injury report, carries no designation. Miles Sanders, no designation headed into this game. So... Uh, obviously, we know Dallas Goddard was put on injured reserve uh, after last week. Uh, major, major setback to him. So this Eagles side of the football, we have very, very few options in the passing game. On the other side of the ball, looking at the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be playing this game. Uh, George Kittle will be. He carries no game designation, nor does Jarek McKinnon, two guys who were on the injury report earlier this week, uh, both of which will play. Uh, Raheem Mostert will not play. He is out, as is Jordan Reed. Matter of fact, Jordan Reed has now gone on injured reserve. So major, major injury concerns and major fallout to figure out exactly what we are going to expect from both of these teams moving forward. And as we mentioned, Debo is kind of be, will kind of be the guy that we have to spend most of our time talking about what to do with. With a salary of $200 for you know the best wide receiver on the field yeah i can say on the field i was going to say on the team but yeah best wide receiver between either of these teams is debo samuel um what can we expect uh, we have heard the coaches say they want to ease him back into this game um as far as like general game uh situation we're not expecting this to be a crazy high shootout we're not expecting to be like horribly ugly we are getting backup quarterback play uh, on the San Francisco side of the ball, although you could argue he plays as well as Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, we're really getting backup quarterback play from Carson Wentz, who has looked uh, not very good here these first three weeks. So we want to make sure uh, we're accounting for all that properly, but uh, we'll run our simulations. We'll get a pretty good idea and understanding 
of what to expect. So uh, without much further ado, why don't we hop into the pricing here, looking at DraftKings, starting at the quarterback position. Wentz and Mullins, 10-4 for Carson Wentz, 9-8 for Nick Mullins. Obviously, the 49ers favored in this game by a touchdown. So, uh, yeah, we're going to typically want to spend money up on quarterbacks who are favored. And Mullins is favored by a touchdown. That's pretty pretty handy there. We saw Nick Mullins come in and look reasonable uh, last week uh, as, as one of his first games as a starter this year. And he obviously found some success with the, the ragtag group of players there in that backfield and in the receiving game. Jarek McKinnon, $8,200, uh, will be the, the star running back there on the San Francisco side. He split time pretty evenly there with Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, Wilson had a pair of touchdowns last week. He'll cost you $7,000 to throw him into your lineup. Um, I think, obviously, th that was pretty foreseeable there on the Wilson side. Uh, the number ball guys uh, were able to cash in, or number bet guys, I should say, were able to cash in 20 to 1 odds on Jeff Wilson being a multi touchdown scorer. So we did see that coming. McKinnon split the work with Wilson last week 62% of snaps to 30% of snaps. Um, Jamichael Hasty chipped in for another 8% of snaps. So just know there is a third guy there in Hasty. We don't expect him to be a major part of this game. I don't really think he's in our consideration. As a matter of fact, he's not even in the DraftKings pricing. So um, not going to throw us off but so much as of right now um, as we as we look around um, as to how the the rushes were distributed 40% of the team's rushes went through uh, Jared McKinnon 34% went through Jeff Wilson um, with another 11 going there to Nick Mullins uh, we saw Brandon Ayuk pitch in for a number of rush attempts yesterday or last week I should say I would expect the majority of those type of plays to now be filtered through Debo Samuel. I imagine we'll see Ayuk continue to be involved a little bit as a rushing option, but Samuel, that's sort of his forte there. And so uh, a couple th couple ways that we can imagine that playing out. On the Philadelphia side, obviously we talked about Carson Wentz. has been playing really, really bad football, and now he has just the worst cast of characters. That pretty much is going to lead me squarely to Miles Sanders. Really interested in Miles Sanders. This 49ers defense is good, um, but I, I'm not worried about running away here from Miles Sanders. Sanders gets a massive, massive workload in this offense. Behind him is Boston Scott and Corey Clement. Uh, two guys who I don't think we are really uh, considering using this week. Uh, normally, I'm really interested in second-string running backs, but, I mean, Miles Sanders has such a stranglehold on this running back rotation. He's getting 77 and 78% of the team's snaps in back-to-back -back weeks, and he's you know, really just controlling the, the rushing opportunities and receiving opportunities. He's a guy who really doesn't hardly have to come off the field. For that team. So once again, as we're looking at cheap options, and with Debo Samuel priced down at two hundred dollars, I think that eliminates a lot of the punt plays that we could be looking at. It eliminates our thoughts about Kyle Uzcheck. It eliminates our thoughts about Corey Clement, uh, Boston Scott, those guys. As we look at our pass catching group, Zach Ertz will cost you seventy two hundred, and I think he's worth every penny this week. I mean, th there's literally nobody left there in that Eagles rotation. If we think about what that's going to look like this week. It's going to be Zach Ertz, Richard Rodgers, and Hakeem Butler at tight end. You may remember the name Hakeem Butler, fourth-round pick for the Cardinals a couple years back. He has now been signed by the Eagles as a tight end. So we're expecting him to probably 
be thrown right in the fire right away because I didn't mention Dallas Goddard, but he's obviously been placed on injured reserve, so he's not even on the injury report because he's off the active roster now uh, is Dallas Goddard. So we're, we're seeing we're going to see a ton of Zach Ertz in this game, no doubt about it. Obviously, without Deshaun Jackson, without Alshon Jeffrey, without J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, uh, without Jalen Rager, we're down to Greg Ward, John Hightower, and and practice squad guys. Um, so we may see Deontay Burnett in this game. We may see Quez Watkins get called up for this game. Um, it's really hard to tell how the bottom of that order is going to pan out. But once again, I don't think it's going to be super relevant when we talk about you know the $200 price tag on Debo Samuel because I mean ordinarily we'd be really interested in these guys at min price but now we're saying not only do we have to pick the right one of those guys but we also have to pick the right one who also outscores Debo Samuel and the odds of that happening are just so thin um, the only way you can avoid Debo is to just go super heavy on mid to high price guys and leave him out entirely i don't think you're going to get there by picking just the right sneaky guy i don't think you get there by just picking richard rogers or muhammad sanu or somebody like that i just don't see that working out very well for you more times than not on the san francisco side george kittle 9400 he'll make his return back this week uh, really excited to see what he looks like but i think he's going to be just fine uh, brandon Ayuk, 7800 I think it's going to be a – I should say that as long as your lineup contains Debo, and in my opinion it probably should, um, you're not going to have to worry about pricing anywhere, especially if you throw a Debo in, this, in the captain spot. There is literally, literally not a lineup that you can't put together. You can play Debo in the captain and get every other player imaginable and, and every other combination imaginable in the rest of your flex spots. So – um, just know pricing not an issue this week. Uh, you, you can get almost any team you want to. As a matter of fact, even if you have Debo in a flex spot, you can almost put any lineup together you want to. It's, it's just shy of being able to do that. And, and so, sort of my favorite lineups include Debo down in the flex and a player like Miles Sanders up in the captain spot. So, yeah, uh, we've got plenty of things to consider there. And again, you know, Kendrick Bourne, 5,800. Ross Dwelly, 2,200. Uh, Dwelly will be the backup tight end to George Kittle now. Uh, keep in mind Jordan Reed out. So overall, like, I don't think we're interested in Trent Taylor. We're not interested in Muhammad Sanu. We're not interested in Ross Dwelly um, because all those guys would have to not only outperform their price but also outperform Debo Samuel. And I just uh, – that's, that's drawing really, really thin. As we look at our captain assignments, allocation – Miles Sanders is the runaway. And now, this honestly surprised me. Uh, I was talking with a number of ball guys uh, about this for the past two days as soon as the salaries came out when we saw that, uh, you know, Debo Samuel was mistakenly priced at $200. I said, well, we're just going to be playing 80% Debo lineups this week in the captain. And I was surprised when I saw Miles Sanders actually pop as the surprise lead captain. And I just got thinking, like, how does this even make sense? How can Miles Sanders be a better captain option than Debo Samuel? And I think it's for the fact that with Debo in your flex, um, you can now play whoever you want to, really. I mean, it's not only Debo in the captain play whoever you want to, it's Debo in the flex play pretty much whoever you want to. You may, you'll probably have to come down on one guy off of the most expensive five others. Uh, but So Miles Sanders is the best option 
Now he's going to project out the best. He's got the best floor-ceiling combo as far as uh, being able to catch the ball out of the backfield. He's going to get you your PPR points. He's going to get even more targets this game based on the lack of other receiving options. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if his snap rate increased. I mean, they just need playmakers on the field if they wouldn't have any chance at all. So I am very interested in Miles Sanders. I think he makes sense as the captain. And I know that feels a little bit counterintuitive, but I think that's the right process on him. Behind Sanders, obviously Zach Ertz, another guy who's going to get super concentrated target share, followed by Nick Mullins, uh, the favorite quarterback there, Debo Samuel, Greg Ward, so you'll see Debo, fourth place on this list. And again, that's because we're almost in a point where we're not even considering what the salary allows you to do. We're now considering who's just the, the guys on the slate that have the best chance of being the highest scorers. It's almost like if take the salaries out of the equation this week, and now how would you play it? How would you play it if you could play any six guys you want to? Because that's basically what you can do this week. And so Miles Sanders is the guy who's going to outscore the field the most frequently. And so I've got him being at, uh, let's say, just right around 35% of optimal lineups this week. And I think that's a really, really interesting thing. Uh, on the flex side, Nick Mullins, Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, Debo Samuel. So, and I say Debo obviously is just opens up all the pricing for you this week. You don't even have to play him if you don't want to. How crazy is that? Like, because not only is Debo a um, a low priced option that opens everything else else up, but you just can't hardly spend all the money this week. There's nobody to spend it on. There are no Philadelphia pass catchers outside of Zach Ertz to spend money on. Like, you have to spend it on John Hightower. You have to spend it on Greg Ward. <laughs> like, I mean, these guys are so so cheap that you can really run it with whatever combination you want to. So, like, once again, I was like, well, if Debo's not going to be the number one captain, surely he's got to be the number one flex. And he's not. He's the number four option. Because, once again, we're, we're really approaching this almost as if you can play whoever you want to. Because that is very, very close to actually being true. So, uh, Mullins is the number one option in the flex. Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, Debo Samuel, Jarrett McKinnon. George Kittle, Greg Ward, and then a pretty big drop-off down to Carson Wentz. So uh, the model likes fading Wentz in this game, and, and by fading Wentz, you can get all those other combinations that we're talking about. So overall, I think this is going to be a really, really interesting slate. Uh, I can't wait to see the ownership after it comes out after lock. I think the, the major decision here is how do we play Debo? Should we be overweight or underweight? on the field on this player. And I'm trying to think like, think about how casual showdown format is. What are people gonna do? Are people going to know that Debo Samuel is even like a viable option? Are they gonna scroll far enough down on their phone to reach the D Samuel $200? Uh, if they do, they're gonna play him, right? And so I think it's gonna be really interesting to, and it's almost gonna be a litmus test for how sharp the field is, I think, as to how many people play him. Um, and once again, if you're going to fade him, you think about the combinations where fading Debo Samuel works out. And I think it's almost certainly going to be lineups that tend to cluster towards higher priced or him being outscored by a guy that's like, say, sub $3,000 or sub maybe even sub $5,000. So you have to think like which guys down in that bottom range could outscore him because you could potentially gain a ton of leverage fading Debo Samuel. Like you talk about easy ways to get into a winning lineup 
you know, and I, I forget what the, the winning prize is for first place this week, but uh, fading Debo Samuel, hoping something just goes wrong. Like, what if he goes, let's just make up a stat line. He goes four catches for 40 yards, no touchdowns, no rush attempts. Like, that's foreseeable. That's possible. Eight points. Now, ordinarily, I tell you, really, really interesting getting eight points from a guy who's 200 bucks. Like, that's huge return on your investment. But that doesn't guarantee him being in the optimal lineup. That means that you have to pick the right one still. It only eliminates that one possibility. And it's a pretty large one, though. And you're going to leapfrog past the field if you're to fade him. So it's really, really interesting. I'm not going to tell you whether to play him or not play him. Uh, I mean, I think, obviously, the odds are are better that you will succeed if you do play him. But you'll be disproportionately rewarded if you don't play him. So uh, pick your poison. It kind of comes up to, to risk tolerance for you. I think I, I have a pretty diverse perspective and I imagine I'll probably be underweight since I like to play 150 lineups but overall it's gonna be a really interesting slate I hope that you guys have good luck I've certainly had a, a great start to the season hope you have too but uh, we'll catch you over Monday night uh, for the Monday night show over on the Mayo Media Network I know a lot of you guys are looking for the Monday show like why is it not here on the Captain Spot channel just go check out Mayo Media Network be sure you're subscribing there you'll get the Monday night show each and every week but for now, I'm Justin. Follow me on Twitter at JustinFreeman18. Good luck, everybody.